You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 63, entitled... It's going to rain on your parade. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for listening to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in once again this week and listening. I also really appreciate uh, you guys taking the time out to leave uh, reviews on iTunes. We've had a couple more this week, uh, which is uh, totally fantastic, um, and I really appreciate that. Um, I'll just take a moment here to go over uh, a couple of the reviews. So um, from the United States, uh, J Downs 22 gave me a four-star review and said a all around uh, a good thing to listen to. He says, uh, you can feel the passion he has for passing on his knowledge to you, the listener. He does get sidetracked often and tends to tell uh, the same story. So don't listen to all the episodes in a row for new and growing lawn care owners. Uh, it's a ton of great info. I recommend it to anyone. So Jay Johns 22, thank you very much for your uh, honest uh, feedback um, and uh, for taking the time out to leave a review. Um, I appreciate the, your honesty in it, in saying that, uh, you know, I do get sidetracked sometimes and uh, that I do tend to tell some of the same stories. Um, so, um, you know, things like that, um, you know, people always think that you're looking for, um, you know, uh, five star reviews and stuff like that. But the most important thing, obviously, five star reviews are fantastic. Um, but the most important thing, too, is uh, giving honest feedback in um uh, you know, what things uh, you point out, because as a podcast and content producer, uh, you know, sometimes you can go over the same thing over and over again and overlook uh, certain aspects of the production. Um, so when people uh, are honest about it and uh, bring up certain points like that, it really uh, helps to grow the podcast because it helps me uh, figure out uh, and try to be mindful about uh, those sorts of um, issues that uh, I may be uh, repeating. Uh, so again, thank you very much. And uh, the next review, uh, again from the United States as well, this one's a five-star from Turf Care Specialties. Uh, the title is Great Lawn Care Podcast, and it says, I've been in the business for over 30 years, and I enjoy listening to these podcasts while I work. Even after 30 years in the business, I've picked up some good pieces of new advice from Julio. Keep posting new episodes, and I'll tune in. So Turf Care Specialties, thank you very much for that uh, five-star uh, review. I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, again, to all of you uh, listeners out there, if you haven't, uh, taking the time, um, I'd ask uh, if you could uh, please uh, find uh, some time to leave a review on iTunes for me. Uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, I've said in the past, it's probably one of the single most important things you can do for me. Um, as you know, and I've sort of hinted to, you know, I'd love to attract and to grow the podcast uh, bigger and bigger and make it better and better and eventually attract 
sponsors and stuff to the show. And uh, one of the best ways I can do that is by having uh, great reviews because it provides that social proof that you guys are listening and that you guys appreciate uh, the podcast as well. You know, like in any business, in any days that you'll have, you have your ups and downs and uh, producing this podcast is no different. So when I'm having sort of second thoughts about why I'm doing this um, or, you know, sometimes uh, my wife is shaking her head at me because I'm spending so much time doing it, um, you know, I I tend to go back to the review page on my um, lawncarebusinesssuccess.com website and I read the uh, these positive reviews and it really, uh, you know, gives me a boost and a reminder of, uh, you know, why I enjoy doing this. So thanks again to you guys who have left those reviews. Uh, it's really fantastic, and I really appreciate it. If you'd like to leave a review, again, this easiest thing to do is just go to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com. Go to the reviews page. There's a link there that says uh, leave a review on iTunes. You click that. It takes you to the online iTunes store uh, of the Lawn Care Business Success uh, podcast. You can click on an episode where it says click for more details and uh, follow that uh It'll link up to your iTunes and uh, you can leave a review through there. It's a bit of a process. It's not the easiest thing to do. And that's why I appreciate it so much for each and every one of you guys that uh, goes through that process and uh, leaves those reviews. So this week's episode, um, I want to talk about uh, the fact that it will and it's going to rain on your parade. And uh, what I mean by that, and that's a quote um, it's a famous quote. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard it's going to rain on your parade. Um, but it's a quote I heard again, uh, quoting from uh, Jim Rohn. Um, I've been listening to Jim Rohn a lot lately. Um, and I'm just fascinated by um, his uh, golden nuggets of knowledge that uh, he was uh, sharing with the world. And... Um, I found a few recordings of him. Um, one in particular that I really like is of a, uh, a seminar that he did in 1981. It's about two hours long, the recording. And I kid you not, I must have listened to this uh, recording now at least a hundred times in the past uh, two or three weeks. Um, I've even made my kids listen to it. Um, and I continue to listen to it. In fact, um, you know, throughout the course of my day, I'm usually when I'm working, um, like I've said before, I'll be listening to podcasts and stuff like that. And, you know, halfway, you know, I'll start listening to some of the podcasts that I normally listen to. And um, I inevitably partway through the day will switch back to listening to the same seminar over and over again. Um, I just keep finding uh, different valuable lessons that I pull out of it and these golden nuggets. And that's why the last few episodes I've been sort of referring to it. And it sort of seems to be mirroring um, some of the things that's been happening to me uh, in real life, um, you know, and I sort of draw from these. So these these things that are, he talks about, you know, it's going to rain on your parade or it's going to hail on your crops. And he he gives the... Um, example of a farmer who, you know, will go out and he plants 
his crops. He works the, the, the land of his farm. He goes out ev there every day, he tends to them. He's, you know, weeding all the way around all his, uh, plants and stuff. He's watering them every day. He's, uh, you know, doing everything that he needs to do to ensure, um, the success of that crop. And, you know, the, the day before he's going to harvest after the whole season of growing these, these crops, a big storm comes through and it hails all over his crops and destroys them. Um, and you know, he says, you know, what did the, what did the farmer do wrong? And the answer is nothing. And that sometimes it's going to hail on your crops and it's going to rain on your parade. And that's just the type of world that we live in. And you have to just continue on and focus and just understand that sometimes there's things that happen that are out of your reach that you can't do anything about. Um, and you just have to accept it and move on and not turn, you know, sometimes it may be a large event that happens and it will take, um, you know, a lot longer to get over it. Um, you know, for example, with me, um, with the trailer being stolen and stuff, I've talked about this over and over again. Obviously, it's made a huge impact on my life. It was a very traumatic experience for me um, that, uh, you know, that that could have happened. And I had thought before that I had done everything I needed to do to um, sort of prevent that. Um, and, you know, I was proven wrong that, you know, and it was, uh, you know, when I look back, at security footage from my cameras. Um, not only was I proven wrong, but the thieves made it look so easy to just kind of walk in, you know, into this quiet cul-de-sac and um, essentially make a whole bunch of noise and, um, you know, breaking locks and moving my trailer and all that sort of stuff. And nobody heard them. Um, you know, so it was very traumatic to me that that could be the case. Um, so I, uh, you know, some events will take longer than others. Uh, but this past week, if you have, uh, followed me on Instagram, you would have noticed that, um, I, uh, posted a picture of my, uh, truck, uh, the back window on the canopy and, um, it, uh, was broken. I was actually, um, with my family over the weekend, we were camping, uh, actually across the border in the United States. And, um, I, uh, was across the border and I've been taking some uh, medication for high blood pressure. And, uh, I forgot the medication at home. Uh, so after a couple of days, I started to not feel, uh, myself. I could feel that my blood pressure was sort of rising. Uh, and my blood pressure is just sort of hereditary. My mom has had uh, high blood pressure uh, since her when she entered her 40s. And sure enough, when I uh, uh, started uh, or turned 40-ish uh, in that range, you know, um, I started to feel weird, went to my doctor and, and saw that I had high blood pressure as well. So 
Uh, you know, it seems to be a hereditary thing, according to my doctor. Um, so anyways, um, fast forward there to that, uh, this past, uh, Sunday, I decided, uh, you know what? We're still camping for another day or two. Um, I'm going to, um, just drive back home across the border because we weren't that far uh, into uh, Washington state, uh, just outside of Bellingham area. Um, so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to drive back home, cross the border. Um, and, uh, you know, on the Canada side, you know, I'm only about 10 or 15 minutes away from the border. So I was like, you know what, just go home, grab my medicine and, uh, come back across. So I drove home, no big deal. And, uh, on the way back, um, driving through sort of a rural, uh, farm road, uh, cutting across to get to, uh, the border crossing, uh, I heard a noise, um, that sounded like dry, uh, leaves when you walk on them, that crunchiness, uh, sound that you guys can probably, um, uh, recognize, um, and, um, probably understand what I'm talking about, um, dealing with uh, dry leaves and stuff during your fall cleanups and stuff like that. Uh, so there's sort of that crunchy noise when you walk on a whole pile of like dry leaves. Um, and I looked in my driver's side mirror and saw a whole bunch of stuff falling off uh, the back quarter panel of uh, my truck. And in that moment in time, I thought it was leaves because this country road has these big trees sort of covering you know the tops the canopies over the road so I thought it was leaves but it obviously didn't make sense and then I realized that uh you know looking in the mirror again um that the glare on the glass of the canopy uh, was missing and that's when I realized that it was the window that um exploded and it was all the pieces and and looking uh, at the mirror I could see still more pieces falling off of the window um that were seemingly being held by the tint uh, that was uh, on the glass. Uh, so in that moment of time, um, you know, I could have stopped and I could have, you know, freaked out that, you know, what the heck happened? Because I was thinking, well, you know, how did this window just blow out? Did somebody, uh, the first thing that came to my mind was, um, you know, because it's sort of a rural area and stuff that maybe was sh somebody was shooting, um, air rifles or something like that and blew the window out because I had heard stories before in the past of that sort of thing happening, uh, where, uh, you know, kids might be goofing around and, uh, hi hiding in an area and shooting, uh, traffic as it drives by. So that was the first thing that crossed my mind. Um, and, um, you know, it could have been something again that sort of overtook the moment and made me start to, uh, um, you know, panic, um, or, um, uh, you know, try to find, uh, uh, you know, freak out or make a big deal out of the situation. Um, but I chose to do something different. Um, and, um, I'm just going to uh, break for the podcast announcements and then we'll get right back into it and I'll let you know um, what sort of course of action I took uh, this time around. All right, stay tuned. 
Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do. So I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments and you can cancel any time. And get this. Even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash Audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so as I was explaining before the break there, um, that, uh, you know, on Sunday I was driving uh, down that rural road, the window blew out. Once I realized that the window blew out, you know, if this was a year ago or uh, a couple of years ago even, you know, I probably would have stopped right away and tried to figure out what was going on and uh, maybe see, you know, if I thought it was um, kids that were maybe shooting air rifles or something like that, I would have maybe, you know, tried to scope out the area and see if I could see anybody and all that sort of stuff. And this time around what I sort of instinctively uh, did was I just kept driving and I made a choice in that moment that that broken window was not going to um, cause me any grief or stress. Um, And there was a lot of things that were going through my mind at the moment. And, you know, the first one being that, you know, what if somebody, you know, what if some kid was doing that, that uh, they were shooting out windows or something like that, you know, they could have hurt somebody, you know, they, you know, instantly just cost me $300 because of an insurance deductibles and all that sort of stuff, right? That they're, you know, stupid decision in that moment, um, you know, basically stole $300 out of my wallet because there's no way by the time I stop, if it was kids, they would have seen that they blew out the window and they would have been long gone. Like I say, it's sort of a rural area. There wasn't too many houses around or anything like that. Um, so, It was more farmland and some trees and things like that. So, you know, I wouldn't have been able to see where they came from or where they were hiding or anything like that. The other, um, you know, thing that, uh, like I said, went through my mind was that the moment is done. There's nothing that I can do to change that. And I can either let it affect me negatively and sort of be stuck there thinking about it and pondering it and, you know, sort of telling everybody about it and replaying it all and, you know, um, 
creating drama around it or just move forward. And like I said, um, I had chosen that moment to keep driving and the car, there was a car behind me and he probably thought, um, you know, what the heck is going on? This guy's window just blew out and he didn't, uh, um, you know, even pull over or anything because he's his car. He would have surely have felt or seen the glass uh, fall because he was right behind me and all the sh broken sort of, you know, that tempered glass when it breaks and it's all those, uh, you know, hundreds or thousands of little pieces, you know, all fell and were bouncing on the road as he was driving through them. And, uh, you know, I kept going. And then, uh, like I said, I looked in the mirror and there's some other pieces that fell uh, that were being held on by tint. Um, and I just kept driving and driving and, uh, you know, all I was thinking of was, I just want to get back to uh, my family and get back to, uh, continuing, um, you know, our time away at that, at that moment and enjoy that family time. That was the only thing that mattered to me. Um, the window, like I said, I knew that there was nothing I could do about it. The moment had passed. The window was broken. There was nothing that I could do to change that. And that, uh, you know, I would just have to figure out a solution to it and, you know, either, you know, go through insurance or maybe price out to see if a, a window is available uh, for that can particular canopy um, and uh, uh, see if I can... Uh, you know, have the window replaced or one made up or something like that, you know, but I'll do that after uh, we get back from our little uh, uh, vacation, mini vacation there and uh, figure it out that way. In fact, I kept driving and driving uh, where I almost got to the border. And that's when I finally thought, wait a minute, I better actually pull over and check this because I'm looking in the mirror and there's still big chunks of you know, these tempered glass shards that are all sort of hanging there by the uh, tint and the border guard is probably going to be, uh, you know, uh, it might raise some red flags when I uh, go to cross the border and have to uh, talk to the border guard entering into the United States as to why I'm driving around with a broken window that has, still has all the broken, you know, pieces of glass and stuff uh, hanging there. Um, so actually a few blocks away from the, uh, the border, uh, just before, uh, leaving that rural road, I pulled, found a spot where I could pull over and, uh, I grabbed a screwdriver that I had in my truck and I, I, I finished breaking the rest of the glass. I just smashed the rest of it. Uh, that was sort of, well, I didn't smash it cause it was already a smash, but it was all just being held there. So I just used the screwdriver to knock it around and knock all those pieces loose so that the rest of it would fall. And, uh, there's like a little, I guess the window frame, uh, there was a bunch of uh, broken shards and stuff in the window frame and stuff. So I just, you know, used the screwdriver to sort of, uh, sweep all the glass out of the window frame and onto the, the road there. And, and that was it. And then I got back into the truck and headed for the border and uh, crossed the border with no incident. Um, and, uh, you know, got uh, uh, back to where my family was. And uh, they were all, uh, you know, what the heck? What happened to your to your window and all that? And then, you know, that's the point in time where I sort of explained that, uh, you know, I was driving and the window blew out. And I wasn't sure if somebody had, uh, uh, you know, had shot it out with a BB gun or for a, a rock from a passing car. It happened so quick that 
I don't remember if there was a car coming in oncoming traffic on the other side of this rural road or not. Um, but it's, you know, obviously a possibility. A lot of these, um, properties that, uh, come off of that, uh, rural road all have, you know, gravel uh, driveways and things like that. So it's a very, um, real possibility that uh, one of them could have picked up a rock and uh, while uh, I was driving towards my direction the rock came loose and and hit the side window um, in fact you know I went around looking uh, for a window today or going to sort of the truck outfitters and canopy sort of places and uh, talked to them about uh, the window and um you know, they were like, oh, it's probably just a rock. And I was like, really? Like from the side there? And like, oh yeah, it happens all the time. Um, so, you know, that sort of eased my uh, thought on the uh, uh, BB gun sort of scenario. But like I say, I have heard of um, people shooting out windows with BB guns and things like that. So, uh, you know, I guess I'll never know the actual real uh, cause of it. But the whole point of the story is, Regardless of what you do, you can be doing everything right. You can be, you know, last month, um, I probably had the single best, uh, July month, uh, that I've ever had in the lawn care industry, uh, because of, uh, the weather, um, not being the typical dry, hot summer that it usually is. Uh, like I've explained before with, uh, rain, that we've had a sort of consistent rain. We'll have like four or five days of nice sunny weather. Then it'll rain for a day. Then another four or five days of things. So it hasn't really felt like summer. Uh, some days it's cloudy and overcast and stuff. Um, you know, it hasn't been the typical what you would think of summer. I keep joking around that I'm still waiting for summer. Um, but um, it's been good for business as far as mowing lawns and things like that. Some of the lawns have still actually started to slow down and where typically I would be, um, you know, stopping my weekly mowing, um, you know, by the first week of July. And sometimes partway through June, customers would already start hinting that, uh, you know, do you really think it needs a cut sort of uh, uh, this week sort of thing? Uh, we're now, you know, we're into August and I've still been cutting weekly. And actually, I think this next week will be the first week where I start to uh, skip some of the lawns. So, you know, you come off of that going, okay, I've had a great month. Um, I've been doing, you know, everything right. I've been taking on all these other jobs that I normally might not take on. Just sort of feeding off of that energy. I've been, you know, uh, getting some great compliments and things from customers. Uh, the podcast is doing really well. I keep getting better uh, downloads each and every week. I'm getting these reviews. Um, you know, things are just sort of happening. Everything's sort of buzzing along. And then, you know, it can change in an instant. That energy level, that uh, thing, just by a quick little action like the window breaking. Um, or, uh, you know, some other negative thing. Um, well, you know, regardless of what it is. Um, and you have to choose, like I say, in that moment, whether you are going to um, worry about it, let it bother you, or if you're going to just move on, because like Jim Rohn says, you know, it doesn't matter what you really do. There's just times where it will hail on your crops 
and it will rain on your parade. It's just the type of world we live in, and you have to prepare yourself for that. You have to uh, understand that that is a very real possibility, and that there's nothing you can do about it. There's moments like that where it just happens, um, and there's you know nobody really to blame. It's just the way it goes. You can, you know, be the um, for instance you know, uh, researching your business and, and, uh, listening to podcasts and watching videos, all these YouTubers and stuff like that, and, and trying all their different techniques and doing things like this and that. And you may invest a bunch of money in, uh, certain flyers and, uh, or postcards or a website and stuff like that. And you may not get the same results as somebody else. It's going to rain on your parade. Just because you do something and you know it's you're doing everything right doesn't mean that you will get the same results. And it doesn't mean that things aren't going to go wrong. You know, another uh, um, thing that Jim Rohn talks about is obviously another famous quote. And it's, um, you know, Murphy's Law. You know, whatever can go wrong will. Uh, so... You know, it's just another thing that you you just have to be prepared for it and not uh, take it personally. Um, that time where my trailer got stolen, like I say, I'm sure you, obviously you guys, you know, listening to it and stuff, have probably sort of figured out how traumatic that was. But and over time, it's gotten better and better. Um, you know, you get more and more comfortable and stuff, but there's still things that I do and, you know, still paranoia around my trailer when I have it on the driveway, um, or if I'm away from home and the trailer is, um, you know, parked on the driveway sometimes, you know, if I'm away with say, uh, one of my kids at a soccer tournament or something like that, you know, and I'm sleeping in a hotel or something like that you know, I won't be able to sleep because I'll be thinking about that stupid trailer parked in my driveway. Um, and, uh, you know, thinking back to when, you know, it got stolen and stuff. So I, you know, do things like you know, unloading the trailer and not leaving tools in it and all that sort of stuff. But still, you still go over it, you know, and I'll be like sitting in a hotel room and, uh, you know, at four o'clock in the morning, I might be waking up constantly or something like that. And I'll be, you know, taking my cell phone and bringing up my security cameras on my cell phone to look at the uh, trailer on the camera to see, you know, make sure it's still in the driveway and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, you can let things bother you uh, or you can choose to just move on. In this case, with the window, it wasn't a huge thing. It was just a piece of glass. It was just a, a window. Um subsequently after talking to the the truck guys it may be a little bit bigger deal than i would have thought originally just because of uh, you know the truck being a 2005 the canopy was from that era uh, the 2005 year and they're saying that the uh, window may no longer be available for that canopy um in which case uh you know my only other option may be to only get uh you know, a glass shop to cut a piece of Lexan or plexiglass, tinted plexiglass, and glue it in place of uh, where that window was and use, uh, they can use the opposite side as a template. Um, but, um, 
you know, so I'm hoping that uh, they can uh, still find a window for me um, because obviously uh, having a piece of plexiglass isn't going to look the same as uh, having the nice uh, uh, frameless uh, windows, uh, you know, that nice clean look that my canopy had. Um, so, you know, there's some things, but again, I look at it and say, there's nothing I can do about it. Even here, if the window is no longer available, and even though, you know, I am totally, um, you know, uh, OCD, uh, about it and that, uh, you know, having one window out of plexiglass, if the window isn't available is really going to probably drive me nuts. Um, you know, in fact, I even, uh, asked one of the guys, uh, who was talking about it saying, well, would it be better than to, um, then just remove the window on the other side as well and put two plexiglass windows so that it matches because I'm so OCD about it. And, um, you know, he said, well, let's wait and see first if the window's available. And if we have the, to go that route, then maybe we'll just replace one first and see how it looks. And then you can decide whether or not you want to do the other side as well. Um, so, but like I said, it's just a way to, I can dwell on it. I can, um, lose sleep over it and all that. And it's these little events. When you think about it, it's just a window. Who cares? It broke, whatever, move on. And I was, um, you know, happy that I, I didn't even uh, blink in that moment. Um, that when it happened, I didn't even freak out. I didn't even, you know, like I say, stop or anything. I just sort of looked in the mirror, saw the stuff, took me a second or two to process. And, you know, once I processed, it was like, oh, the back window just shattered. Okay. And I just kept driving. And like I say, only when, uh, when I got to, uh, about four or five blocks later, um, that I realized, well, you know, actually I'm going to be crossing the border. I better clean that up before, uh, I get across the border or yeah, to the border guard or otherwise, you know, that might uh, cause me some issues. Uh, so, you know, I was uh, sort of proud of myself for that moment that I just sort of shrugged it off and kept going and living in the moment, knowing that there's nothing I can do about it. It happened. You got to move on. So like Jim Rohn says, it's going to hail on your crops. It's going to rain on your parade. You have to be prepared for that. And understand that uh, that's just the type of world we live in. And, uh, you know, you got to either make a choice to dwell on it or to just move on. And, um, you know, know that you're doing your best and just give it 100% in everything that you're doing. And, uh, you know, uh, it's not going to happen every time, uh, but it might happen, uh, you know, a couple of times throughout your life. Well, I think that's it for this week. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. So here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.